yeah, I, uh, I guess welcome to the podcast. This is it. Thank Great. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks welcome. for having me. Welcome to the, uh, the lockdown 2.0 London lockdown podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's coming. It's I know. You've got two, two days. more days of freedom, right? Yeah, yeah two yeah. days of meeting up with people, getting pissed. Um, <laughs> I might have to go to the pub with someone um, before Friday. But it's, it's really annoying because there's my to start derby this weekend as well. So it's like the biggest game in football. Uh, yeah. And it's this weekend, 12.30. So I don't know where I'm going to watch it. So I don't want to go to the pub on my own. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was thinking about that, you know, the all the even all the pubs in Liverpool because they're in they're in uh, three on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know they're just going to lose out on so much now because you know it's like you said the biggest game, especially in Liverpool, would be the biggest game of the season. Yeah, and, sure. Um, yeah, it's just it's just crazy to say the least. Yeah, but you see that pub uh, pub in Liverpool with the called Free Balance. Oh, I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was brilliant. That was that was genius. I tried. I had to explain it to my grandparents what uh, what Belen meant, because um, <laughs> <laughs> they're from that generation. I think it's. See, my, my, I said to my grand, "You can't." There's a pub in Liverpool. It, it's hilarious. You see it this week, and she said, "Oh, I haven't seen it." I said, well, "I can't really tell you the name because it's quite rude." And she said, "Oh, was it called the Free Cocks or something?" And uh, I yeah. said, "Well, yeah, almost, almost." <laughs> and I said, uh, "So I said Belen, and she had no idea what it meant." So. Um, I had to explain that one. <laughs> I thought you enjoyed doing that. <laughs> yeah, my, my granddad got the idea. He, he's, <laughs> he understood it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's funny. It's funny. But, uh, it, it's great when, you, when your grandparents get older and you just sort of, they, they become a bit more relaxed. Because when I was younger, I felt like they were a bit, I don't know, I, I almost, I'm not scared of them, but like they, I felt more, um, they felt like they were more strict. You, know, you were a bit, un, I guess I'm yeah, sure yeah. about it. Uh, I can 100% relate to that because, um, Obviously, I've got two kids, and yeah. the way my mum is with my two kids, and I talk to my sister, I'm just thinking, mm, when we were kids, yeah, it wasn't, <laughs> she wasn't as soft as that. It was a little bit more aggressive. But I guess that's kind of part and parcel of what happens as you get older, and you you don't have that responsibility anymore as a as a parent. You leave your kids to be the parents. and yeah. So I've got that all to come in the future, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a different relationship between grandparents and, and grandkids and rather than kids and their parents. So it's, yeah, agreed. It's, yeah, it's an interesting Sweet. one. I'm enjoying it. It is. Yeah, it is. It's, it's really nice. It's just that you can, you can be more... F- I think they can be more free and, you know, you have all the fun times. You don't have to... Grandparents don't have to discipline the kids as much. And I think that's that's the that's that's the difference is that you know they get away with murder yeah. and and they only have to have them for a short time and it's it's away from home so it's great yeah um, yeah. yeah so it's, it's it is a different experience. That's good. That's good. Um, how, long, how long have you lived in London as well? Uh, all my life. From all birth. Nice. So I've been West London all my life. Um, my connection to Liverpool would be well. First of all, my nan is actually a Scouser on my dad's yeah. side. But that is not the reason I support Liverpool, to be fair. Um, I'm a lot closer to my mum's side of the family. And most of my family support Chelsea. Okay. A lot of my family support Chelsea. And when I was a kid, my mum my, my, my is one of eight, eight kids. So um, four boys, four girls. And my uncle Michael, who is uh, the youngest, when I was little, because we all still used to live together in the same house, um, he used to look after me the most. And he was a massive Liverpool fan. Mm. And basically, my mum says that he brainwashed me to support Liverpool from when I was sort of knee high. And then um, um, there was a there's a there's this club on the Harrow Road that I used to go to. It's a, like a youth club as a kid. I used to go there all the time. And in there was a signed football by John Barnes because he used to go mm-hmm. there. 
And at the time, when I started going there, he was at Liverpool at the time. And when I saw the signed football, I was like, yeah, that's me. I'm going to be a footballer. I'm going to put a football in here. It's going to be signed by me. It's going to sit next to the John Barnes. Obviously, that didn't quite happen. But yeah, that, that, that was me. I was sold. And obviously, with, with Barnes especially, especially I, I don't know if you saw the, um, the recent sort of Premier League piece I did um, about for, for, yeah, for Black yeah, History yeah. Month and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it, he was, uh, because obviously I come from black culture, he was quite important to me, you know, just to be able to see somebody with, along with, it would probably been, you know, it could have been him or Ian Wright was another one. But I think John Barnes, because he was such a talented footballer and, and also my uncle wouldn't have let me support anyone else, to be fair. Um, yeah, he, he was he was massive. So it's just easy to be able to relate to someone and see him sort of. So, yeah, that's part of the reason. Yeah, wow. definitely. Yeah, I mean, inspiration. And uh, what he's doing now as well is incredible and what Ian Wright's doing. And, and Honestly, Ian Wright seems like the nicest guy in the world. I think it's like... One of my friends, one of my friends, I used to play football with him. Knows him really well, and he says he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Yeah, it so seems he's, he's just top top fella. I gotta get, I gotta get in touch with him. Like meet him somehow. I feel, I feel like yeah. I can do it. Like working at Arsenal, I feel like I'm, I'm reaching distance. But I, I just, who do you ask? <laughs> yeah, it's tough, isn't it? It's tough, and especially sort of in this climate. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, you're not yeah. sort of there all the time and stuff. So, can, um, can but I, yeah, can I go if over you can. to him right and shake hands with him. Uh, <laughs> have you got a coronavirus? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, will you? Why are you planning on coughing on him? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't, can't sneeze anywhere near him. Talk to um, him through the glass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, legend of the game. Um, but yeah, amazing. So for people who don't know, uh, and I guess Millie, you're, you you probably know less about Carl than me. You haven't been following us long. Um, probably since last night, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drop you right in. I mean, I'm not uh, a football fan, so <laughs> that, that is kind of how people would would find your work. So <laughs> yeah, I think I, think I, can, I, I can be allowed there. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you off. Uh, but I guess uh, you, you're more here for the the conversation around like selling products and like getting involved in. Um, uh, yeah, selling your own products, making your own products, and the production of it all. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I think it's quite obvious that you're really successful with what you do. So, here to absorb all the info, really, and ask a bunch of questions. And yeah, yeah. Tell I, us see. Yeah. Tell I don't us know if I'm successful yet, but it, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. It's yeah. uh, it's been it's been a good couple of years. Um, so yeah, any information you want, I'll obviously help you as best as I can. Yeah, wicked. So uh, we'll start off with people who maybe don't know you. Uh, what do you do? Who you are? Who are you? All right. So I'm Carl Fire. Um, I like to class myself as a sports illustrator. Um, obviously, I'm a massive Liverpool fan, as you know. Most of the stuff I do, in fact, pretty much everything I do is Liverpool these days. Um, and I, I also sell merchandise as well. Sort of my my own illustrations mm. on mugs, prints t-shirts and and yeah basically stuff like that that's that's effectively what I do sort of day to day I do it all by myself everything I do all the artwork I do all the printing I do all the postage um everything I do by myself well I initially did by myself I've got a little bit of help now because it was getting a bit too big so my missus my missus helps me now with packaging prints and bits and pieces and I do have someone to distribute the mugs because that was a little bit crazy but yeah that's effectively what I do day to day. Um, I used oh. to work in, I used to work for local government for near on 20 years. Um, and 
yeah, it was. Uh, I just felt I always wanted to do something different. It was basically it wasn't it wasn't design job. It wasn't illustration. It was something completely different. Just basic admin. And um, it, when I was younger, when I first started, it was a really good paid job and stuff. And um, I just felt that you know you need to. I wanted to do something different, and it's it's, it's hard because you the money's good, and then you get a small family, and then you kind of like you're kind of stuck because. You're worried that if you go somewhere else, will you get money as good as what yeah. you're on here and stuff? And it's it was really it was really it was really scary to be honest with you. But I just felt like if I don't if I don't challenge myself to do something better, or which I personally believe is better for myself, if I don't do it now, because I look to people who are working there and I love them all. They're like a family to me, and I still chat a lot to them now. But um, I looked at them and I thought to myself. Um, they've I've been there 20 years they'd all been there 30 years and, and I just and a lot of them said that they've missed the window to sort of change their career and etc and I just thought to myself you know what I need to do it so I went part-time at first and a year later I'm doing it full-time put my notes in wow. just as the lock, lockdown decided to uh, <laughs> so yeah uh, it was a bit, Great timing. bit tough <laughs> yeah exactly so but it's been all right it's been all right yeah since. I was just gonna ask how's it been how's it been with lockdown it all worked out Anish- right or? Uh, it, it, now it's good um, I mean I've been because I do a lot of Liverpool based artwork um, a lot of my success has been based around their success right? and and that's been really good for now but it's not um, it's probably not something I should you know continuously pin my hopes to because football's football and the following yeah. year so, yeah. so I'm trying to just basically make hay while the sun shines if that makes sense um, 100%. But at, at, the, at the beginning, it was tough because obviously there was no football. It'd been a, a, a lockdown and stuff. But uh, once the season sort of resumed, I was actually really scared when they said that, um, oh, basically, you know, we might, they might lock it all off and it'd be null and void. Uh, my heart would just. Yeah, I think I was quite just a thinking. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, so since then, and then obviously they won it. And yeah, for the last, since, since they've won it, it's been, it's been manic, shall we say the least. <laughs> So it's been all right. Yeah. It's been good. It is crazy. Like, you, you see so many uh, illustrators and creators from Liverpool doing amazing work, and it, it's strange. It's one of those clubs which does have this this like fan base of creatives as well. Like the majority of football people that are illustrators or designers are based around football. I think most of them are. The majority of them are Liverpool fans, or or maybe United fans. Like it's, I think it is majority Liverpool though. What do you think? Yeah. You... Yeah. I, I mean. I, I think so, but that's probably because yeah. I follow a lot of yeah, Liverpool yeah. fans. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to, to know. Um, I think I do think that Arsenal have quite a lot of creatives. A lot of yeah, people I follow yeah. yeah. are very good and stuff. So I, I think I think I think you're right, but then at the same time I think it might be sort of you know, it might be tunnel vision because of yeah. the people I sort of follow, so it kind of relates to the same. But there are so many and so it, it, it's such a good community as well because so many people help so many other people. You know, you kind of, I don't know, in certain worlds, you could be re- viewed as rivals as such, but you're not. You just you just help each other out because, you know, you know, there's enough room for everybody in it. It's just, you just got to find your corner. And, you know, if people, you know, people who don't like my art might like somebody else's art. That's why I always try my best to share mm. everybody's artwork and, and retweet and stuff, because I know what it's like to need help and trying to make your way up and... So I just think it's important to to do that. Just I like to try and help anyone else. And like I said, they might not all like what I do. They might like somebody else's. So if you can connect to people when like, because I've got a quite a big fan base or following, should I say, um, it makes it easier to connect to two people if I can. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll get on to like, the, the process and all that stuff and uh, sure. how, how to gauge an audience, how to build an audience. And, <laughs> uh, I've got like, quite a few things written down like, all right, <laughs> on right, an audience. Yeah, that's, cool. I think that's, uh, that's a big thing for um, creators trying to find like a, a market of their own. Uh, and you've done mm-hmm. it really well. Um, so do you, ever, do you ever have a group of Liverpool-based illustrators or creatives? Do you have like a, a little chat? Um, we I chat to a few probably individually. Yeah, yeah. Not so much as a group. Um, I chat to Dave Will quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, Good man. <laughs> he's he's been he's been brilliant, helpful. He's just a really great guy. Yeah. Um, I also chat to Dan Layden. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. He's he's another he's another guy. There's a yeah. There's a there's a few of the illustrators who I've looked up. Stan Stanley Chow, another yeah, really really top. Who've helped, especially when I was coming up you know any advice or any sort of especially with my illustration work um they were they were brilliant and I, you know I, that's kind of the pool of people there's so many I, I mean there's so many names i could probably mention yeah, yeah. that i've got via, we've bounced ideas off and stuff um but yeah it, it's really good it's a really good community yeah it's lovely and i think i was talking to daryl rainbow as well about um obviously an arsenal based creative is another one uh, uh about the community we've got going on and it's, it is amazing to be a part of it and, and just like chat with you and, and chat with these all these other creatives in, in the football space and it's just everyone's really lovely I haven't, I haven't come across someone that's um not bad yet <laughs> so that's all right <laughs> yeah that is true but, they're, all, they're all good well if they are they're doing it behind my back so that's fine yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Oh no, uh, yeah, good. I can rephrase that because I haven't come across a nobody that does football illustration. Uh, there's one nobody that I got in mind, <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> no, all good, all good stuff, really. Um, I speak to on a daily basis. It's all good. Uh, but yeah, so talk us talk us through like how you made the switch. Then how did you, how did you make the switch from doing the J job? And when when did you get that job? Then what, so twenty years ago, you're doing it. Yeah, so I, well, it was nearly near on twenty years. So I was nineteen when I started. So basically, I left. So I don't. I don't. I do have a an artistic background, but when I finished school, that well, college we say because I did art study art at college, but once that 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 finished, yeah. I didn't sort of pursue it. So I kind of started later. Like I'm I'm 38 now, so I started like really looking later good. Looking good for 38. <laughs> Cheers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah, you like 31. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, take that. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, yeah. So I um I so when I. I went to so basically I went to school did um, art school did art college and when I left college it was a question of whether I went to uni or not and it was just at a time where I found that I probably wanted to work and earn money more than I wanted to go to uni so kind of decided to go to work um, had a few temping jobs I worked in retail for a little bit and then I ended up having this three month temping job working for the council 20 years later I'm still there. No, it was a, it was a it was a temp job, and then the job became permanent. I got the job permanent, and I got a couple of promotions and stuff. And then eventually, um, I got to a point where I just it's because it, with it's kind of like a bit like date, data entry and stuff like that, and input and stuff. And when I just found that I was I couldn't do it anymore in in terms of like it just didn't challenge my mind enough. Yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't do robot robotic things of just continuously doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Like I could sit, I know I could do the job, but I could sit there and I'd sit there for an hour and I hadn't done a thing. And it was just, it, I just found it really hard to go in day to day. Um, so I I think the power of social media, if I'm being completely honest with you, uh, is what sort of made me get back into the creative side and and the art, the art side of it. Um, following a lot of people on Twitter and stuff and just seeing so many creative people, I kind of half thought, you know what? 
I might as well try and do it yeah. myself, you know. And and like I said, because I had the because I did it in school and stuff, so I was kind of you know it it, it really intrigued me, and I, I was really excited about trying to do art and bits and pieces. So I I decided to do a few. I started an Insta- Instagram page and do bits and pieces, and I um and I decided to start an Etsy shop. Um, you know, uh, to be fair, you know Jimmy uh, Entire Design. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he inspired me massively just seeing the stuff he was producing. It was like, he was one of the biggest, like sort of without probably, I mean, he knows it now, but without me saying it directly, he was, he was huge for me. I saw he had an Etsy shop and I was just like, wow, this is, this is where I would like to be sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, in two, back end of, well, sort of mid 2016, maybe August, I started my Etsy shop and um, yeah, I just started my Etsy shop and it was just like pocket change sort of, so something for me to do in the evenings mm. when I got home and stuff, when you're outside of family life, you know, like a, it, I found it as a bit of a release, whether, um, you know, I used to play a lot of football, but as you get older, that gets less and less, pick up injuries and stuff. So it's kind of a little bit of a, you know, my corner to go to, to do bits of work and learn bits and pieces and stuff. And if I'm being honest with you, I didn't, I didn't ever really at the beginning think, I thought it would always be like sort of a hobby. Yeah. And then if I can if I can start an Etsy shop and make a bit of pocket change from it and stuff, and then it's all good. I'm not gonna sort of complain about it. And then just as over time things started to pick up and I started to get I think I think the experience of being older knowing that um you, you, you I think you learn things a bit not that you learn things better, but you take things in and you try to be a bit more different rather than sort of follow the crowd to a certain extent. And that's what I try to do with my artwork. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's illustration. So everybody does illustration, but you have to try and carve your own corner. Mm. And yeah. I, th- I think it was, so it basically, I think b- between, uh, between that August of 2016 and about, I think it was the end of 2018, if I'm correct. Um, I'd only sold like a few hundred items, not, not massively. And then I started to create these characters. Um, these Liverpool sort of the players as as characters of, and I and I if I'm being honest with you I had, I had them, I'd done them at about six months before I put them on sale, and I didn't put them on sale because I didn't think anybody wanted to buy them. It was just kind of a little thing, a little project for me to do, a little, and then when I, I think it was I think I I think I timed it quite well because it was around Christmas time and on Etsy Christmas is the biggest time of the year. Yeah. So um and then in between in sort of in between. Christmas when I put it on sort of the end of Christmas January and then like the following year I'd, I'd probably done like five times the amount of sales in in wow. less than a year I, I just I couldn't believe it it just like absolutely exploded and um yeah and, and basically I've just tried to go on from then and then after a year of that I decided I went to work I said right I'm gonna go part-time so I can do this a bit more and and then if if it didn't work out I could always go back to the job full-time etc and then, yeah, it just got bigger and bigger. And like I said, because Liverpool were winning at the time, they won the European Cup that the following year, and then mm. obviously they've gone on to win the league. It just, it, 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 you know, a lot of people said I should do other teams, and I should, I should do other teams and other genres. But I was just like, but the market for me is, yeah, it's the there. there. It's, it's easy, you know. It's not, not easy, but it's easy for me to sell to a Liverpool fan than try and get fans from other teams and. Yeah. other genres to then come and see you and then trust you enough to buy your stuff you know so it was kind of like a, I just thought you know what let me just stick with this and then if we get somewhere in it if it slows down eventually and at some point 
it's gonna you know it's gonna be different and that's when you sort of start, start to branch out and to have a bits and pieces so um, i did that for a year and then um but you gotta think uh, as well like with, with liverpool fans i think if you start doing other teams and especially if you just start doing man united or Man city like one cv yeah, I mean, liverpool fans would go off you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah like i know what you football fans are like you have to do it okay. under name under another, another name like yeah. I always start up another account. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um, I always thought about that, and um, and yeah, it was something I was always like, oh. I did, I did actually get approached by Man United once uh. to, do, to do something for them, and <laughs> in the end, it never worked out because uh, we couldn't agree a fee. Um, but um, and it, it was really weird because they kind of the story is they asked me to do something for their Europa League thing, and I said, and I was just oh god, I was in two minds of like obviously Liverpool but I'm like it's work it's work you know I've got yeah, I've got to put food and I think if people understand you've got to put food on the table you have a roof over your head you know there's more important things and I think those I just kind of think that if anybody sort of regrudges you that then you know what's I, I, I can't understand I wouldn't I think myself if it was somebody else would I begrudge them the, the fact that they're doing something that's going to put food on the table and I yeah, thought exactly. no um, so yeah they contacted me and asked me to do something and we sort of like really said I uh, sort of out of the budget and he said oh but we can we can promote you and I'm and I was like reading this email and I'm going but all my stuff's Liverpool classic and, yeah. and you're Man United I'm just going to get abuse yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how is that going to work so in the end yeah it, it fell through and it's probably a good thing um, but yeah yeah Maybe, so I, I, I yeah I would I would easily do I, I would easily do other clubs because I just you know it's, I've got to be realistic hmm. nothing lasts forever so you have to look to the future Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. It'd be cool. Um, but yeah, that's one the one thing about a lot of sports illustrators had that issue. Like, boy, do you, when we're talking to Craig Black about working with Rangers and like, his boy at club, he, he asked him, would he do stuff for Celtic? And he's like, well, yeah, because he has to be professional about it. And yeah, he, he, has to, he, has, he has to earn a living. And it's fair enough. Like you say, it's work at the end of the day. It's, it's good. You still enjoy yeah. the work doing it, but just to prefer a different badge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly that. Uh, it's good. It's good. Um, so, uh, Millie, do, do you want to? Should we go into um, the process of like of what we what we go in um, of how to make the products and get into the, the selling of the products and the marketing? I was wondering because you're you're probably more thinking about this right now. You're thinking about like, selling your own doodles and all sorts. So yeah. So do you have any questions around Etsy or like, what sort of stuff you're thinking about? Yeah. So one one question I will ask because I find it this is a, a topic that gets brought up I think among designers quite a lot who sell and make their own products is, are you better off with your own website or are you better off on Etsy or should you be doing both? Uh, that is a good, very good question. So yeah. I think initially starting up, I think Etsy is brilliant. I think it's yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, it's really easy to use. I would, it depends on, it depends on um, how you want to do things because there are other sites like Redbubble and bits yeah. and pieces where where they sell the merchandise for you. But yeah, for me, the print on demand type. Situation. Yeah, yeah. And I just felt I just felt that for me, um, they they took too much of the money if that makes sense. So they took yeah. too much of a cut yeah. for me. And I understand if you're sort of young and you want to make a few products and well, I understand it. But for me, I was just like, I'd rather try and do it by myself and maximize, you know maximize the profit margin for for yeah. me and and what i can get so etsy is brilliant i mean they take a small fee but it's it's nothing it's really easy to set up a website and stuff i am actually 
in the process of building a website away from Etsy. Right. And I have and I have been for a year, but I've been so busy, I just haven't had I mean it's probably about seventy five percent done. And yeah, just because I do everything myself and I've been so busy. I sort of did during the lockdown I got quite a lot done. Um yeah. so what I want to do in the end is because effectively I have I have two sort of domains. I have an Etsy domain that you can go through Etsy to my shop and then I've got mm-hmm. the Gold Star domain which is basically it's just a shop front but it's still the back end is etsy right. and i want to i want to move my gold star away from etsy but keep the etsy there um yeah. so you have your answer but i would only advise you to do that once you've built up the fan base once you've got to a point where you're getting lots of sales and stuff and, and you know people people then know your your website you know kind of you know, they know what to type it into Google and they know what they're looking for type of thing. I think init- initially Etsy, it's just so easy to do. S- the back end of everything is so easy, like sort of the, the money going into your account, s- sending the receipts, the printing the invoices, printing the addresses. It's just, it's so simple. Like It's just a few clicks and stuff. And I think when you go away to have a site, I mean, I don't, the only one I'm sort of moving to is Shopify. The reason I'm sort of moving is, is there's more scope for me to change the website and yeah. make it look. I find that my Etsy website is a bit difficult to 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 navigate. Um it's not as it's, there's not as many options, it's not as easy to narrow things down. Um it, it's kind of a bit limited as to what they want you to do. Um but whereas Shopify is it's got more freedom, but obviously there's a you've got to do a little bit more sort of back end stuff. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Etsy if you if you're if you're starting out I would I would advise it to anyone to to go with Etsy. I think it's I think it's brilliant, definitely. Yeah. See, I I started with um, I started he's with. He's got a burglar. Yeah, no, sorry, it's my dad. <laughs> go on, you can come out. <laughs> you lock it, and I'll go out afterwards. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> a burglar. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll start that again. Anyway, um, yeah, so I started with Shopify for the same reason mm-hmm. because I wanted to have the the sort of full control and be able to customize it and everything but i think then you lose out from the fact that people can just stumble upon your your etsy store can't yes, they while they're on it exactly whereas exactly. when you have your own store people have to oh sorry I gone, <laughs> burglars stealing your internet. yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> internet, yeah. yeah when you have your own store people have to actually navigate there and get themselves to yes. your store and you have to market it through other channels. So I suppose, yeah, in that way, Etsy is its own sort of marketing tool, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely agree with that. They, they just go into the search bar, type in whatever it is you might be selling. You know, for me, yeah. it would be like Mo Salah and all the Mo Salah prints would come up on or whatever on there, but yours yeah. would be in the list. So they would be able to find it. Like you said, unless you, if you, you could have the best, you could have the best product in the world. And I always say this to people, but if you can't promote it and you can't show it to yeah. anyone, how is anyone ever going to be able to buy it? And um, yeah, through Etsy and social media, I think they're the best ways to promote, well, initially to promote yourself. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. That brings us, I guess, nicely on to promotion. Uh, how, well, uh, there's a process to this, right? So I, I've written it down, right? So you come up with the idea, then you start making it or thinking about making the illustration, then you like marketing, then it's like research of who you're going to market to, and then it's a promotion of how you get like, followers and all that, so, and how you build up the, the following. Uh, then it's production, selling, and then uh, promotion again to actually sell the product. And it's like a loop. Like, is that sort of. Is that it's sort like of a maintenance right... thing, yeah. Yeah. Is that sort of the right cycle? 
Uh, I would say so, but I'm probably not as organised as that. I'm very... Um, <laughs> I've probably got a thousand projects on my computer that I've half finished, half started. We all have as always. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it was going to It was gonna be it's the best thing, thing in the world. Yeah, yeah it, exactly. And then you just, you know, and at some point I'll go back and try and... And stuff. I just, I think for me to build up the, to get the, I think the following is key. You need to get the following first, because like I said, if you've got no one to show your product to, who's going to buy it sort of thing. And I, I just think that that's why I try my best to continuously punt out bits of work, whether it's, where even if, even though it's not stuff I'm specifically selling, I think it's good for me to just practice different styles and different things. And also if people like what you do and the style, then they tend to follow you based off something they may have seen. Um, and then, and then I kind of decide which ones are sort of what I'm going to, what I'm going to do. So it, I, it's hard because I, I don't, I have an idea and then by the time I've finished it, it wasn't the idea I started with, if yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> it kind of, it kind of takes its own sort of, you, well, the basis is, is still the same, but, the end product is is always different and I always ask people I just think it's the best way to do it at the end of the day if you're selling something to somebody you should ask them what they want or what they like yeah. or how they like it and then you kind of just take loads of different ideas and then you put them together and then that way that's how I sort of come up with my illustrations and and then yeah just putting them on products and bits and pieces mm. yeah that's, I mean I've seen you, seen you post tweets and get this audience engaged and sort of comment you seem like a quite engaged person uh how how did you build up that originally though when you didn't have anyone following your work like how, how have you yeah how have you built up a following to to be able to sell to them as well <laughs> so it is it's, it's quite a funny story uh so um so initially i um what i <laughs> what i used to do is i used to be at itk supposedly and um effectively years ago years ago i used to have some i used to get a bit of information about the club um, what's my TK? Uh, oh, sorry, uh, sorry, that's a, <laughs> it, that's in the know. So it's a it's a football term for it's a yeah it's a it's a it's a footballing term for someone who who's in the know supposedly. Right, right. Uh, and I I used to know a couple of people who knew a couple of people, and I used to put out a few tweets, and I've got a few things right. And my following just exploded. Are we talking about the mafia here? Like, who, who are we speaking? About? <laughs> what is it? Just, 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 just friends of friends who knew people at the club, or you know, in 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 certain places and at the club, or, or knew an agent, or knew somebody who knew somebody. You know, it was just yeah. it was like a network of people. And then, um, yeah, my my um, my following just exploded. Like, and I think I got to about twenty thousand followers or something like that. And you get loads of abuse when stuff doesn't happen, and basically. <laughs> And then one day, I just, I don't know if I, I don't want to say if I, I grew up or I just, I just kind of thought, why am I doing this? Like, it doesn't make any sense. I'm doing it for clout, effectively. Just, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it, it, now. I know what you mean. Yeah. That's right. Do so you know what so I mean? You, like, so you were like, you're like tweeting out stuff about, like, about the club or like latest yeah, news or, and that? Yeah, someone's going to get oh, a no, contract yeah. or, or whatever. What stuff that hadn't been heard, you know, this deal had been signed or whatever. And I just, I got to a point and I just thought to myself, why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, you know, you, you, you it doesn't what what does it matter whether you know before anybody else like yeah i don't know i think I, th I like to think that my twitter journey has been a bit of a uh, a learning curve you know i've learned a lot i've made loads of mistakes on the way and 
I'm kind of, I'm probably at the most content I've ever been with my account as it is now. Um, and yeah, effectively, so I've got to a point where I got to like, like I said, 20,000 or something followers and I stopped and I said, you know, I'm just not doing it anymore. It's not, it's not worth the hassle, not worth the aggro from people, you know, getting angry and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, and then I kind of, at this, like I said, at the same time, I, that was when I sort of, sort of intertwined with seeing other people doing artwork and I'd followed, already followed a few creators and stuff. And I kind of felt like I've got 20,000 followers here. How do I make it better for myself and for them, make this account better for people rather than just, you know, somebody, you know, just a fan account or something like that along those lines. And that's when I just decided I'm going to keep it as me personally and then just try and be a bit more creative and probably since then, it, it, it's like the following really died down. So I'd, it, like every, within six months, I'd gone up like 5,000 or something like that. And it, it really sort of died down. And then when I started being a bit more creative and then got the characters, and I think, yeah, since then it, it's it's gone up to, I mean, I'm, I think I'm nearly at 60,000, I think. Yeah, I just checked and, you out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and for me, it, it, it's great because I know that, the right, maybe you know minus maybe the first twenty thousand who followed me for um, sort of news, but people are following me for me and my artwork, and that means so much more to me. And it just I just feel like uh, my what I'm doing now and what I'm trying to do and having a journey. And, and people have followed me sort of from being at work to uh, in a job that had nothing to do with artwork and sort of now selling my own products and stuff. I just find that. I'm really content with doing what I'm doing. So, but a lot of that would be because I kept producing artwork and content and just putting it up and, and people just, just feed off it. If they like, if they like what you do, then, you know, and then, and then obviously after that, once you've made the following, then you're in a good position to be able to sell things to people. Yeah, definitely. That's, yeah, that's wicked then. That's, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize you yeah, yeah. one of these. <laughs> not, a lot, not a lot of people do. <laughs> well, <Tell. laughs> Tell all the latest news. Grasp people up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. I mean, I'm glad it happened because it's. I learned a lot from it, but at the same time, it's probably something I would never advise anyone else to do. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah. just. It's just what for clout. It just doesn't make any sense for me now. Yeah, more I realize it. it. Yeah, so unless you're pushing like affiliate links or like, I guess you got some like pyramid scheme going on on the side. Yeah. How are you making money out of that? <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not. I know. I know a lot of the. I know a lot of these things do the gambling stuff. But I did none of that. Yeah. I think I did. I think I, I got offered paid tweets um, once. Where I don't know if it was. I can't remember what it was. I think it was. You had to predict the six. Predict the six. I think it was. I did a couple of those, and I think I made like you know, maybe fifty pounds of each tweet. And then I just got to a point where it's like, I just, it doesn't make sense to me. Like I'm. I'm. I'm not people just get angry when stuff doesn't happen and I'm not benefiting myself and yeah, anybody yeah. else to know that three days before somebody signs for a club pff, so what you know there's plenty of other people yeah. who start doing that so yeah this is alright um, so yeah so how, so how did you see them transition from from those sort of followers to creative fans or people that want to buy your artwork when when how long did it take to get like a solid following where you could actually sell the products to them um, it, it would probably be sort of around the, I think, well, I, before I did my Etsy shop, I started to do, I did a bit more Photoshop stuff. Sorry. I did a bit more, uh, Photoshop, you know, sort of edits as they call them. Um, and I still have them on my computer now. When I look at that, I'm just like, oh my God, what are you thinking? <laughs> it's awful. Um, but, um, that is just, it's just, it's just how you start. You've got to start somewhere. And, sure. and, and I did it. Yeah. I did a few edits and stuff. And then I realized that 
it's hard because I realised that even though I liked the Photoshop side of it, I, I, it wasn't what I wanted to do. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't understand why. I was like, oh, you like the artwork? And then I realised it was more illustration side. So I think at the beginning, um, you kind of, it's, yeah, at the beginning, it's, it's you just knowing where you want to go and what you want to do and sort of the road you want to follow down. Once you get back into a creative direction, I wasn't sure which one I wanted to do, whether it was... Um, uh, the uh, edits or, or an illustration and then like I said when I saw uh, Jimmy's artwork and if you had Stan Chow I was just like you know what I definitely want to go down this road so that's when I, and it probably if I'm being go back to your question if I'm being honest with you I think once I started doing my Etsy store and uh, I've got a few people buying bits and pieces and obviously your artwork over time gets well, what you personally believe get, gets better you, you know I, 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 I would study other people look at what they do and, and what makes their artwork stand out differently from others. What is it that, that is different? And you try to emulate that, but you try to emulate it in your own style, if that makes mm. sense. Mm -hmm. So you do a lot of things, you look at a lot of things that they do and, um, and you just basically try to emulate it in your own style. And then just basically between sort of there and when I create the characters, and I, like I said, I think it, it was good for me. It coincided when I, Christmas time was, was coming around you know, I've got a few bites on my store and stuff. And then uh, I think I did, I think the really thing that kicked it off is when I did a, I did a limited edition print. I did a limited edition, um, <clears throat> I did a limited edition front free print, which was sort of in the 1989 candy kit. And I think one of the big accounts, maybe the Red Red Men TV tweeted it. Yeah, and I only yeah. did, I only did 40 pieces. And I think within two hours I'd sold out a lot. And I was just like, oh, wow. it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. Yeah, and and I think that, and then obviously since then, people, when big accounts retweet your artwork, you'll always get one, two, three, four following followers, and um, yeah, and 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 then you know it just it's just a it's just like a snowball effect. You keep doing it, you keep producing the work, gets around. Keep, yeah, it gets out there, and people love what you do, and they follow you, and then yeah, it's the, I found I found Instagram harder to get a following from because yeah. that was. Yeah, that was my that was my design, that was from scratch. So I had when that was I basically created my account for the, my illustrations, but I created it from zero. And um, obviously, I promoted it myself on Twitter because obviously I had the following there. But I just found it really hard. There was a period I found it really hard to get followers. And I know a lot of people use you meant to use lots of hashtags and bits the game to it, right? Yeah, yeah, supposedly, but. Um, I mean, it's 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 okay now. I think I'm on like nearly fifteen thousand, which is okay. Yeah, you got the swipe up yeah. feature. That's the main bit, isn't it? Yeah, that's 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 everyone wants. You just want the ten k, oh, and me. you're happy. <laughs> yeah, that that after that, it, that killed me. I was just like, please, I just want the swipe up feature because you can't click on any links unless it's no. the sort of um, in unless the bio. You do, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Linking my links in the bio and and, and it, without sort of being people are lazy. Yeah, people oh, yeah. Just, they want it on a plate. You know, so if you can't click a button, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah they are you know they don't want to remember the 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 the, the domain name or nothing they just want it click a button it's in your basket all right it's in your house in two days that kind of thing so yeah. it's just mad yeah it, it's, it is mad that's yeah you're right though like getting it getting the turnaround time because uh, you've seen why amazon's doing so well like yeah it's prime day yesterday so it's, it's just it must be mad mm. as well today just shipping out all these orders and getting them sorted out yeah can't imagine yeah, the operation they've got going on but crazy
Yeah, yeah, that is really yeah, Amazon. Is, Amazon's crazy. I mean, I'm probably Amazon's biggest customer. For people. <laughs> I think everybody thinks they're Amazon's biggest customer because I say that. My dad jokes because my mum has at least one delivery a day. Jeez. And yeah. that's like wow. we're the only ones keeping them going. <laughs> one a day. That's that was like. Yeah, we have, we have something turn up like every day. Yeah, it's really wow. <laughs> do you get? Do you know the delivery driver though? Do you like? Do you speak to him? Oh, we I'm have different, different ones. Whoa. Yeah, they're always yeah. different. We have the same Hermes driver, but different, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's different Amazon. Yeah. Our Hermes driver back back home was called Mark, so I got him over. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. We have yeah, a new yeah, Hermes yeah. driver. We used to have a really nice one who'd come with dog treats and um, <laughs> like for the dogs, and the dogs loved her. And then <laughs> one day she just stopped doing our village, <laughs> which uh. is sad. Yeah. So uh, we're not talking to the new one. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's, so going going on to um, to, to, to like making the products and uh, production and all that stuff, how, mm-hmm. how much of a task has it been um, recently? With obviously Liverpool winning the league, uh, winning the Champions League last year, having amazing players, having a really good feel around the club, having like this, it's in its prime right now. It feels like yeah. Liverpool Football Club is as a business is amazing and it's, it's all going really well. Everyone's pretty happy. Yeah. So as a fan base, they've obviously been reflected. In buying more products and it's been um people just want to share share things and, and mm. you know just get more memorabilia from the time uh, and look back on it in i don't know 50 years and say oh this was from my granddad yeah. i got this yeah. when uh Liverpool won the league in 2020 yeah. and like oh what yeah that was that was weird yeah no one no fans were allowed in and all sorts still haven't had the parade like, oh. yeah 50 years later still haven't yeah. had the fucking parade like, what's going on yeah. <laughs> that's a side side note though like completely non-design related do you think we'll ever have that um no i i i think we'll have it so next year when we when we win it again yeah yeah and I, and, I, and i think we win it again. i think i think that aston villa defeat has basically put liverpool's name on a trophy oh fighting toss. that is <laughs> that that is genuinely my i think that well i hope but i genuinely think that you know every now and then they sort of had a bit of a kick up the arse to sort of 100 percent spur them on and 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 that and the kick up the arse would be top to bottom because they obviously got their high expectations now and um you can see it just runs through the club that they you know they they always want to be at their best and i think that i just think i mean i don't think a loss to aston villa under normal circumstances just a 2-1 1-0 would have been that but to the way they got humiliated i mean even i, I think, know about that and i don't follow football, yeah. so. <laughs> there you go yeah i i genuinely think that's it now i think they're going to win the league because, of, well, effectively they'll 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 turn it on and say, "Listen, this is our trophy." And yeah, that fires me up. I like that. I like that. That sounds good. Um, yeah, yeah, I've talked myself into that. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> there is that comeback, like comeback feeling of like, okay, you've annoyed us now. Like we're gonna we're gonna be play better. We're gonna be all right now. We're gonna be. Yeah, yeah. Effectively, that's what I kind of that's the sort of feeling. You I saw get. that against Arsenal when when the, in the um, sorry, maybe this is all football now. Um, it's about yes. it when it was straight over my head. I've got Arsenal scored first. Like they came out and Robertson just completely like turned the game around and just scored his own scored a goal on his own. And um, yeah, like because he made a mistake and then he, yeah, you just see that switch mentality of just just turning around and like coming back stronger. So we'll see that from Liverpool. And I think I think as well because Liverpool have had it rough with coronavirus. And I think when when the fans get to celebrate, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be such a I can't wait for it because we've got yeah. that group going as well. We we got that group of Liverpool-based um, designers. We don't speak in it, but <laughs> they're Liverpool yeah. fans, are designers, and um, we don't really chat about it. But we we should do. Um, yeah, we should. Actually. But 
if we're going to go up there. That's because it was created for the for the parade, but it yeah. never happened. Yeah. So, yeah. but we're all no, around yeah. the country. It's funny the people worry. in that group are like all around the country now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, when we win it next year, we'll be up there. Yeah, or, and the year after that, and the year after. That. <laughs> <laughs> so, so hope so for your business sake. That's, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's here praying for that as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, so going into production, like the demand for it is obviously high, as we just discussed. Um, how's the production been because it feels like it's been crazy uh yeah it's been a bit mad it's it's really uh, uh, it's really hard because um when you first start out and you get lots of sales and stuff you know you're just like oh, this is amazing and and you know it, it's brilliant and you, you 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 can't wait to get stuff posted packed put it out and you just feel and and when it gets really busy now like it's just so hard because um, there's just so much to do. And I, it, what I find the hardest more than anything is that I can't continue to be creative. I can't continue. Yeah, uh, I have to admin crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, 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 you know, I'm not going to complain because obviously, you know, it's kind of been really successful for me. But it's, um, it's, just, it's, just, it's just a tough job. It's been really tough, especially when you've got like 500 mugs. I live on the second floor of a flat. The delivery man just wants to leave him at the bottom of the stairs, so I've got to carry him all up by myself. <laughs> and then I've got to get my mum and my missus to come and help me pack package them. And then the house is just a mess. You know, I've got my son running around, got to make sure he doesn't damage anything. And then, um, <laughs> and, then and then once they're all packaged and put in in boxes, I've got to take them all downstairs and yeah. to the post office, and you know, all that kind of stuff. So um, it's it's it, it's tough when you've got to do it by yourself. Mm. and since i've got uh i i basically i've been going to the post office the same post office it used to be opposite where i used to work um and i've been going there since i started doing my etsy store and i built up a really good relationship with the family that sort of owned the post office and um he basically the guy who owns there he he has his own sort of where he's in sort of has a distribution company that um he he sort of co-owns and he just basically said to me look the numbers are getting so big now do you sort of want to um do a little bit of a contract and we can sort of I can help you you know so basically I don't have to touch any of the mugs and bits and pieces and at first oh, I was just oh, I'm really I'm one of these people because it's my own product and my own stuff like I, I believe so highly in customer service I believe it's really important that you deliver on what you you promise people yeah and when you let somebody else do that side of it it yeah. kind of it, it worries me that um that you know, if they make a mistake or they do something wrong, it's gonna be reflect, reflected, reflected badly on me, mm-hmm. and you know, and and that's not what I want. I don't want. I don't want. I, it just has to be. If I'm giving, if I'm giving you this to do, and I know that I'm paying you to do it, um, but you have to produce the same sort of level of stuff as what I'm, what I, what I feel I was doing. So it was really tough for me to do it, but I was just like, I can't, I can't, I can't continue to do it the way I'm doing because I will never expand, I'll never get bigger. And um and it was just it's just killing me. I was just knackered. I was absolutely shattered. And that's in between sort of doing client jobs as well because not only do I do sort of my merchandise, I do you know, I do artwork for different clients and bits and pieces and stuff. So like and also trying to be a dad and a family yeah, and you know yeah. I get it in the neck that I'm on the computer for too long and I and I understand where my missus come from because it's hard because I'm trying to do my best but at the same time it's no good with me doing all this if I don't see my family and I don't see you know and I don't yeah. spend time with my kids and stuff so it's it's a really hard balancing act to be honest with you especially when you it's you you're doing it yourself and 
you know. But um, but yeah, it it was t- it's, it's tough now. Well, it has been tough now. And then on top of that, obviously, you've got the complaints of stuff, stuff especially since COVID. Raw mail have been awful. Really, like, I I can't I can't like so, don't get me wrong. Generally, they've been fine, but a lot of the stuff like I've had stuff that I've posted like literally up the road, and it's taken three weeks to get there. And I just can't get my head around it. And it's really hard. So then you, you know, you're like, do I send the replacement? Do I not? And then uh, on occasions I have, and then they've got two. And then I'm like, do you know what? Just keep the mug because I can't, I, it's, it's, it's too hard to get you to send it back. And then I have to re, you know, it's just, it's just easier. So there are little things like that, which have been tough, but real men have been, yeah. So, so some of them have been, it's, some of it's been okay. I can't say they've been completely, but just simple things that just getting it up the road. It's just, it's just, I, and I can't understand it. And then I've got, because this company I use now to do my distribution, they give me tracking numbers for all the UK parcels. And so you put the tracking number in the more and website and it says, uh, we'll, we'll give you an update when we try to, uh, when, when we attempt to make delivery. And I'm like, it was three weeks ago. Yeah. So they, they, it, they've still got it in their system. So I've actually got one currently now. Uh, where the woman hasn't, I think it's been about three weeks. So I think I said that if it doesn't come at the end of the week, I'll send the replacement. But yeah, it's just it's just all that side of it. So you've got to deal with all of that, and yet you're still trying to create more work yeah. to put out and new products and and you know come up with new ideas. So it's um, and keep on top of all the marketing and the promotion and the engagement yeah. and all of that exactly. stuff. And it's like trying to manage everything from like initial conception of the idea right through to delivering it to someone 100% you are you are you are every job in your in your business CEO manager runner everything the artist the lot so yeah it's tough Um, but then you you just have I just think you you have to sort of allow people in if that makes sense and obviously with family it's fine and and stuff but at some point if you ever want to sort of get bigger and 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 I mean it depends where you sort of want to go with it I mean I'm in I never imagined that I would be, you know, I'd be known as somebody who sells artwork on mugs. Like it wasn't sort of <laughs> part of the plan, but you know, here we are and I'm not, I'm not going to complain about it, but you yeah, you do have to sort of let people in and, and allow it to allow them to help. You need help. Basically you can't do it all by yourself. Yeah. You know, you just burn yourself out and it, things will go wrong. So it's been tough, but, it's it's been good but tough if that makes if that makes sense if I can if yeah, it can yeah, make yeah, sense yeah, yeah of course it does well when, when you, how, you've just taken on someone as well yeah I, if you I want have. to speak about that like how, how's that helped you and how's it going to help you and um, yeah I guess with this podcast as well you know you joined in this is helping me like speak to the guests come up for more yeah definitely more things uh, and yeah so how how is for you bringing in someone and trusting them with your business how have you felt with that yeah so I'll do a little bit of a quick bit of context for Carl but I run a um a little business called the doodle mill alongside my main gig um and it sort of started as a bit of a hobby and I wanted somewhere to do my illustrations again so like for my main gig I do branding and sort of design for businesses so this I wanted to keep this separate and make it sort of very like consumer customer based rather than like business clients based and yeah have it as in, as illustration products and the main thing that's really sold is like the custom personalized prints that people okay. people always yeah. love those don't they I think anything yeah. that's bespoke yeah. but um and the main the main product has been like pet Go portraits on. so like the pet illustrations sorry back. I froze that didn't I yeah, back, back. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah so the main product's been like pet illustrations which is great yeah. and i love drawing them and i love that they've been such a great response and i've sold a, a way more than i ever expected to but each one's bespoke so every time i get yeah. an order there's that initial joy of getting an order and then the sudden fear that follows of oh my god how am i going to fit it in and where am i going to mm. how am i going to do this is like and the problem is i charge the same amount for all of them because it's, it's a marketing product in the way that it is um, but some dogs take an hour to draw and some dogs take mm. four hours to draw, depending on how good the quality of the photo is. And it's not, I don't quote per, per project on these because obviously they're just like a, like a little product. So I thought in the end, obviously I'm trying to scale up my main business. Um, I'm going to bring someone along to help me do the, do this side biz and do, do a bit of the, uh, the illustration for me. And there was just so much that I had to consider because what if, I brought someone on who I know is a very good, good, good with her, like good with a pencil, good, good in an iPad. And I thought she'll probably be able to, to do what I do. But what if her style isn't the same as mine? And that's what people are following me for and what, what people have invested in and what they like. And then you've got, you've then got that whole responsibility of bringing someone else on board. But she yeah. did, I, I gave her a few test pieces and was like, see how they came up. And they, they have, they've come out really well. So that's really exciting. I haven't actually been brave enough to, to give her any work yet because I'm terrified <laughs> that something's going to go wrong. Um, but I am really excited about the idea of having someone else involved who can not only help me with all like the admin stuff and the, I've had people before who have come around and helped me do like packaging and um, where I've had like really busy periods, but somebody who can actually <clears throat> help me with the, with the creative stuff too. Yeah. That's quite exciting. But yeah, as I say, it's, it's a kind of a risk because yeah, you don't yeah, know yeah. what what the output's going to be like and but yeah i've i've got faith in her and i'm hoping that it's all going to it's all going to go down well um but Sorry. yeah in terms of go on, no, go, on. go. No, 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 no go on go on you go i was just going to say in terms of like managing it i'm hoping yeah. it will work well because it means that say if i've got a really busy work busy week sorry um mm. with with my main stuff with the with the client work with the branding and stuff like that i can say to pip right okay we've got five come in this week can you handle these but yeah. obviously it's all new we'll, we'll see i'm hoping that it's it's gonna work all right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Fingers I, crossed. i'm sure you'll be fine i'm sure you'll be absolutely fine and I, that, and I think that's the only way you sort of like you said you need help from someone so i think yeah. it's the only way you, you're gonna sort of progress and continue to do both side by side is to because you can't do everything by can't yourself do everything, so many yeah. hours a day and they're two so. very different things and the thing was it was i had two options really it was bring someone else on or shut it down. And I knew yeah. that the product was popular and it's coming up to Christmas. I sold so many last Christmas and I've been yeah. really quiet. And obviously all the time that I'm not marketing, I'm not doing more work. It's all, it's all um, like momentum, isn't it? If I'm not getting more client, like more, more customers, I've got no work to show off. So yeah. I'm not getting any more customers. So I thought if I don't exactly. bring someone else on and sort of relaunch it and give it a bit of a boost again, then I'm not going to sell any for Christmas. I may as well just give up on it. Yeah, yeah, so, I, yeah. I, 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 I totally get that. I totally I yeah, understand I to, that. I had to make a decision either way, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've made the right one. I'm just waiting for waiting for yeah, it to you, kick off now, and we'll see how it goes. You have, you have for sure, definitely. I, I okay. think you'll be fine. I'm glad, I'm glad you agree. <laughs> Exciting stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm still. We're still with the podcast. We're still in the test phase of. The oh, are we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, 
Although I was not paying you, so I can't, I I just, I can't say that. I can't, yeah, but you don't get paid either, one. so <laughs> you can't so, pay us when you don't get paid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm losing a lot of money on it. So anyway, it doesn't matter about the finances <laughs> of the podcast. Um, so one thing project. I want to try and do to get money uh, is is these little... Uh, I love now these. Now you mentioned e, uh, not eBay, Etsy. Um, mm-hmm. So I've had, I've had experience in the past, like selling. So I used to do a cricket magazine like way back, first sort of job I used to do. Um, not not a job, but like I, it was like a hobby. Like the first thing I used to sell like, on my own, make it all myself and get it printed and then sell it like at cricket grounds. But I also sold quite a few on eBay, and that was quite cool. But so it makes me think now. Now there's actually a website, Etsy, because Etsy wasn't around. Like, this was back in, well, it probably was around. But I didn't know about it. Um, mm. So yeah, now there's an actual website for for crafts and making things. I've got these like little football um, cards I made right. Yeah, they're really cards. good. I've seen them. They're really cheers, good. Cheers, cheers. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking about selling sets of these now, and I've only got three printed and made at the moment. But I, I, what, what's the process? Like, what advice would you give me to starting from scratch and like getting finding the right? I don't know. Yeah, find, finding the right um, producer of them. Um, how do I trust them? How do, how do I like? Do I have to get tests from different companies, and then all the way to here you go. Here's the final product. Uh, well, so initially, with, yeah, initially <laughs> with my prints and and uh, stuff, I I I do even now. I still do all my prints myself at home. Oh really? All, uh, yeah, yeah. All my prints, all my artwork. So you got a high quality printer. I've got two Canon Pixmas. Um, well, I have two now. I used to have one. That's what um, I've got. I've, well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I've been through. I think I think these are my fifth. Wow. Set, uh, well, it, do you know, after I realised that after a little while, um, at one time I bought sort of like this ink cleaning thing. I can't even tell you the mess of the kitchen I made trying to clean the ink out, out of the printer head after it sort of jammed and bits and pieces. And I just thought to myself, um, don't get me wrong, they they lasted, one of them, they, they both lasted me like two two years or something like that. And I just felt that I think every now and then it's just nice to uh, change the sort of quality and Get, get, I got the higher spec up, and I, and then I had one higher spec and one slightly lower spec, and the quality wasn't, you know, there wasn't, there was a slight color difference, and I thought, let me just get two matching, but the higher you go up, the more ink cartridges they use, uh, and it starts to get really right. like, yeah, like like different. I looked at, I was like, I was looking at a really cool sort of a top quality one, and then when I looked at the ink, and there was about eight different ink, and I was like, yeah, no way, yeah, I can't. There's grey, light grey, dark grey, blah blah. So um, yeah, so I print everything myself initially um and i still do the only in terms of sort of like the um i don't do the a2 prints i can't do them myself i can only do a4 and a3 um so i just basically i just shopped it's it's a question of shopping around again i would advise you to get tests the sort of the samples should we say sample prints so just ask you know and and most you might have to pay for most places which is which is fine um but yeah you have to get um just get some samples and just um, just see who who does what and how it works. I mean, with my mugs, I work with a guy who work who lives in Newport, and he's a small business too. And um, he does all my t-shirts. He's a he's a, sort of like a print stuff because I can't do it out myself. That's Viking print. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, so they obviously sponsor Newport County now. And well, it, yeah, yeah. He, it was just a, I think it was just a one off. Oh, okay. Cool. It was just a just for a special match, etc. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you this know is them. crazy. So I so I dealt with them way back in the day. Um, 
when they were just setting up. I think they just gone through a couple of name changes. If it's the same company, I think it is. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, this, yeah, it's just crazy seeing them now. And then like obviously on the Newport County shirt, and like you're with them, and it, it seems like they're a really yeah. cool company. <laughs> I used to get yeah. um, my old t-shirts made with them. And it's, yeah, it's just crazy. Amazing how this is growing. It's great. Small world, eh? Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, um, yeah, the guy who works there, Callum, he's, he's Yeah, like, he's the same bloke. Bloody hell. Yeah, unbelie- unbelievable guy. He's such a good guy. And and a lot of the times, especially with the mugs, um, a lot of people have asked, said to me to go to other places and, and sort of, you know, oh, you can get more out and stuff. And I'm like, but he's a small business too. And oh, we're going to get one on the podcast. I'm going to have to message him. <laughs> yeah, try and do. Yeah, he he's a small business too, and I want to kind of like if 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 I'm doing well, I'll, it means he's doing well, mm. and because he's, I I just I'm I'm really strong believer in looking after those who look after you. Yeah, and if if I can if if he can do it, and obviously it depends on how big and whatever you get to, but as long as he can do it, I will continue to use him until you know until wherever we get. Um, but yeah, sorry, going back to the question, I would just get samples from people and then just compare them and then just see, you know, look at the turnaround time, how quick they took, ask them sort of, you know, the types of question, how quick they can get them to you and what kind of other services they offer, whether they offer just the service as to send them to you and then you post them out or whether they send an additional service to, they will post them out for you because that's going to save you a lot of time. Um, and just obviously the biggest thing is comparing the prices and the quality. Um, that's that's as good as I can. It's, it's basically trial and error. Mm. You try, try until you get somebody you really like or you get someone who's really good. And then, you know, if you can stick with them, you stick with them. That's what I would say. Nice. That's cool. Because I mean, specifically for these cards, they're meant to re- represent, like resemble uh, the old cigarette cards you used to get, like old football cigarette cards. So yeah. they don't have to be the, the best quality material. Like it's, it's literally the cheapest. This was um, instant print, so it's obviously that yeah. everyone's heard of them pretty much, apart from um, uh, what's the really cheap one? What's the really cheap printing company that everyone? Vista Print. Apart from Vista Print, this is like pretty much the next cheapest, <laughs> and Solar Press. But um, they're great. I, I, I haven't had, okay, I have had a couple of issues in the past. I had, I had like <laughs> barely any issues with them. Um, but they've gone, they, yeah. These ones, obviously, for the quality and, and what I need them to be, it's great. Cheapest card, basically. So. Um, so I was thinking I could literally just get 50 sets of 50 business cards printed and made mm-hmm. and they obviously send a couple more anyway in case any get knocked up or bent or whatever but um, knocked up like someone's going to get pregnant business card getting pregnant but yeah it's like you, you get a couple of replacements but uh, I could literally just get 50 sets of business cards for 14 quid each 50 cards right and then sell them on Etsy as a pack of 50 Deck of fifty different illustrations. Yeah, so that's potentially that's a way effectively of doing it. it. That is effectively it. Obviously, at the beginning, it's going to be a little bit tough because it's a bit like when you go on eBay and you buy something and you look at their sort of feedback and you say, mm, "He's got zero feedback." Yeah, right. So it takes yeah. it takes you a little while to kind of get off the ground. You know, yeah. yeah, exactly. But once you've got two, two or three off the ground and people have yeah. sort of said, "Oh, yeah," he's, you know, the feedback's really good and stuff. And as as long as you're creating a good product, they'll fly. Well, this is it because I originally put it on Kickstarter and didn't get backed, which is which is fine. I've had that many times. Um, <laughs> but uh, then I did the the illustrations of New York and um, to, uh, Tokyo, and they went they went okay on on, on Etsy. And I've got a couple of people who have not followed my work before and then um, bought them, so which is great. So I was thinking 
same thing. Actually, like you were saying earlier on, it's great for people finding your work organically through the site. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe it's just like something I want to do anyway. It's a bit of fun. It's not going to be costing me too much. And for what fifty uh, times fourteen. So if I have a deck of seven hundred quid. <laughs> Is it shit? Uh, I don't want that He's backtracking now. Six times. <laughs> uh, over a period of time, I forget the made over a period. Okay, I'll think about. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm out. Um, but I think if you if you sell them from high amount, I, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't worked it out. Clearly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, how have you done it, Carl? Because you've done it well. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, what selling so, my bits and pieces just promotion I think is is yeah. the key is is more more than anything I can't I can't give anyone any more advice than just self promotion you know you just the numbers to, bit though, like, how, how did you get that figured out and nailed down because that's clearly something I'm struggling with right now <laughs> oh, what working out working, working out, out yeah. Maths. oh yeah, yeah. yeah I just got I just got a calculator you get, just... did you get, you get your, your A levels. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, all that, all that. <laughs> Went to Oxford, the lot. Yeah, nice, nice. Right. He knows how to do it. Get him to do it. Um, yeah, shit. Damn, that's really put, uh, like a. I damn them in your plan. Yeah, you, I was you, really you, on it. You just killed it for him. You just <laughs> absolutely smashed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Podcast over. All right, guys. Yeah, bye. So, uh, <laughs> um, no, but so so because that's thing with um, your pricing things and pricing materials, how did you work out how, how much people are going to pay for it? Or uh, at the start, especially when you maybe didn't have enough people buying stuff, we could ask them. Um, I just looked at, again, Etsy's great for that because you just type someone's name into it, look at something you're selling similar and just see what the sort of prices are for people and, and bits and pieces. Um, standard think, competitor analysis. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It, 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 it's as simple as that. I think my biggest... Uh, bugbearer of anything is postage yeah um yeah i i would love to not charge anybody postage but the postage costs so much mm. that you kind of you've, you've got so it's, it's hard because the one thing that really annoys and it really really annoys me is especially internationally because i send a lot i send a hell of a lot of stuff to america mm. and to uh, australia and stuff and a lot of the times in especially since covid um the price of the postage costs more than the mug itself yeah and that and that kills me and it, it really burns me because it's i just find it's not fair but and there was there was a period of time a little while back where i was sort of like i was just taking the hit not not huge but i would you know i would charge them an x amount of postage and when i was sending it out it was a little bit more but then after a little while i'm just like i can't keep doing that because it's just not making sense um so yeah just just working out uh yeah, working out the numbers and, and bits and pieces. I, sorry, working, going back to your question. Um, yeah, I would just look at other stuff on um, Etsy and other people and just see what they're selling it for. And um, yeah, just kind of just follow follow their lead basically and then see if you get any bites. And if you don't, maybe lower it down a little bit, maybe up the quantity, whatever it is you, you might need, you know, just to start off especially. Nice. Yeah, that's good advice, I think. I think I'll have to... I clearly have to work out the maths again uh, and then like, start planning it properly. But, yeah, but the uh, more business cards you buy, the cheaper they are anyway. So it's not going to be £15, a pack, uh, 15 quid for yeah. every 50, is it? It's going to get, it'll get cheaper. Yeah, but they're individual 50s, aren't they? They're, they're not, they're are they? Cards, oh. different illustrations. 
depends how much you're going to sell them for. That is oh, that I is the bigger so. that is the bigger question. Yeah. I think uh, you maybe just do a tester of I don't know ten something like that maybe. Maybe buy um, a printer. That'd be cheaper. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Then you got to do the bags as well. Like, oh, I can't be asked for that. Maybe it's not for me. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, uh, just buy. I would buy if I was you. I would buy a small amount, like and just put them up. And if like because Christmas, you do it now because Christmas is coming up. And yeah. if there's anybody interested, they're going to buy it. And then it, obviously, you know what I found really useful as well. Uh, I, I had some um, Liverpool. Uh, beer mats made um, just because mm. I thought it's cool uh, and literally just for my own pleasure and um, I think I, I saw on the other down on Instagram they're Liverpool based beer mat uh, beer yeah, mat yeah, yeah. That as well. um, their little logo is based on the players like mm. pretending they're beer companies mm. and they're fantastic <laughs> they're yeah, so good brilliant. and they've got Genius. such a good following as well and I messaged Dave Will just sent them to him he said oh yeah I wish I'd come up with that first it's such yeah. a, and they're really well designed as well and it's there's stuff like that that makes me excited about it and wants me to me to create my own products, and it's um yeah it's really it's really fun when you when you get that little bit of excitement and you oh where can I take this because now I've got this little illustration yeah. on 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 uh, Illustrator how can I move over to a printed format where I don't know maybe I could get fifty beer mats printed and just give them to a pub at the when the World Cup's on or the Euros yeah. are on and it's like oh yeah. amazing my works around the whole of the tables in the pub yeah that's yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that's that's why I do design like, that's. It just yeah, it, it, it's excitement, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I get that feeling, definitely. Definitely yeah. understand that, totally. Nice. Um, so, is, is there any other secrets to you got that you want to tell us? Around <laughs> <laughs> uh, the process, yeah. or maybe not secrets, like, you know, just stuff that you're willing to share that would help other people? In terms of selling? You mean? Well, just, yeah, create the, the whole thing. Yeah, creating, uh, creating your presence and, and get them out there. I would, I would say you've always got to believe in yourself. Uh, I mean, it, there's loads of stuff you could say is quite cliche, but I would always say believe in yourself and, and, and it's just persistent and practice. You have to, like, I can't, like I said, I can't tell you how many projects I've got on here that I've started and finished and I go down my Instagram feed. I keep everything on my Instagram feed because I look back and I cringe at some of my old, old artwork, but at the time I was really proud, which is, it means, it just shows how far I've come. Yeah. And it, like, there is, there is no sort of, um, quick fix or there's no sort of you know magic wand that's gonna I think I think people I, I sometimes get the impression that people when they get into a sort of creative side of stuff and they create one or two things and then all of a sudden they think they can sell it and they see other people do well and it's not it's like it's there's a lot of hard work and a lot of you know tears and stuff that's failed or behind the scenes it's just it's just persistence you just kind of got to keep going keep going and keep going and keep doing it and and eventually you you know if you work it's like anything you work any hard at anything you will reap the rewards eventually and it, that is probably the best advice i can give is just 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 yeah just believe in yourself and believe you know and just work hard and if that's alongside another job and it means staying up to two in the morning like i used to do <laughs> a lot and and sometimes still now when i've got projects to do i stay up really late and stuff but if you believe if you if you like what you do and you want to get to uh you want to get to a certain point you have goals you want to achieve then you just have to work hard and it, like set yourself small goals that's what i did set myself small goals achieve this and then okay let's achieve that and let's we try and move on to to, to different things but yeah it's just it's just hard it's, it's just so simple but it is hard work and, yeah. and persistence is is the best advice i can give to anyone just don't give up 
There you go. Um, so I was just reading my notes. I think we covered most of it, to be honest. Uh, so, yeah, no, nice one. Um, awesome. <laughs> have you got any other, any other questions or anything you want to cover? No, I'm happy with that. It was really helpful. Really good. Really good chat. Really the robot. It, it, Come in. Internet's stolen again. Did I can? Did I completely freeze? <laughs> yeah, we have to get you a new internet. This is one of our investments, 2021. We're just going to get you a new internet. I can't, I can't do anything about it. I live in the middle of the countryside. We're on the best one we can be on, I promise. <laughs> we have about three different roosters in this house because it's so bad. But yeah, it's not good. Not good. Um, That's all good. This yeah. is why we do the extra like backup recording because then we can yeah. do it together and it doesn't feel like yeah. you're showing the video and then it goes. Um, so it's all good. Uh, yeah, I should, that's, I've just completely ruined the secret, haven't I, by saying that? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's not um, as polished as it looks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. we you, you're good to go on to the last couple of questions. Yeah, yeah I'd say that. Yeah, I'm really happy with that. I thought it was really helpful. Everything that we covered. Nice one. Nice yes. one. Um, okay, so the last couple of questions. What is your best purchase under a hundred pounds? Nisa dollars. Oh, under a hundred pounds. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't have to be design related it can literally be anything oh yeah <laughs> um, all these Amazon parcels coming what are they yeah. you've really put me on a the spot there um, everyone says that under 100 <laughs> oh, I was trying to think what was the last thing I didn't buy that wasn't related to work or I mean, it can be related actually... to work if you want yeah it can be if everything um, related to work is always expensive <laughs> I took actually Okay, I don't know if this is the best, but it's what I can think of. Is uh, I bought a, um, you know, like a a, a speaker, speaker mm-hmm. to because obviously I work from home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I think um, music is key, like just to keep my sort of. And I can't stand the speaker on the back of my. Well, I did have a a, a MacBook Pro, but I've just bought a a, a Mac Mini. And right. it just sounds it just sounds like it's underwater. So uh this the speaker that comes with it is it's it's got a nice little bit of bass and that is and it was under hundred pounds. Nice. Which speaker is it? <laughs> um I've got actually do you know what? It's I've actually bought another one because the other one broke. But um uh this one here is hang on, I think I've got Box. One second. <laughs> Let me grab the box. Yeah, go for it. I've broken that already. Yeah. I think the tip is to move in. The tip, tip is to. Oh, you go. And I, I got it. The only reason I got it for hundred pounds because it was um, it was on sale. So I oh, actually nice. think it's more than a hundred pounds. But it's uh, blurred out. I can't we can't see it. see it because yeah, it's blurred out. <laughs> oh, oh, it's it's called Ultimate is it's called the Boom Three. So it's And I got and I got um, you get you get sort of like a a power dock. Can you? Yeah. It's because you got the background blurred on it. It's not picking it up. Have I got? It, have I got it blurred? Yeah, I didn't even realise. Amazing illustrations. I copied it. In the background blurred. It, it looks cool. How do I turn it off? Uh, oh, look. Skype. Oh, wrong. You don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. The room's a mess. Thank God you didn't look at anything else. Um, yeah, sorry. It's the, it's the it's the boom free power up speaker. Uh, you obviously can't see it, but yeah, cool. that's what it is. Uh, under hundred pound, I reckon. Nice, nice. There you go. Good recommendation. I think, I think the, t- the tip uh, for me, if you can move in with someone that's got um, the latest technology and uh, <laughs> like an Apple HomePod, they, that speaker yeah. is incredible. So if you can is move it, yeah? in with, yeah, yeah, find, find yourself a flatmate that just buys the latest tech. That's the, that's the, that's the idea. Um, so I've that's got a down for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Exactly. Yeah, if your family members buy it, just you know, steal your net, steal their Netflix, get their HomePod, get a family Spotify. You've sorted. Yeah. Just get it all cheap. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, last question. Okay, last two questions. Uh, have you got any life advice for people listening? Uh, yeah, just don't be a wanker. <laughs> oh, tough advice, eh? Like that. <laughs> if uh, yeah, you just yeah, you just. Just work hard and, and, and look after <laughs> your family and, you know, all the stuff that most people say. But, yeah, just just try yourself not to be, especially especially on social media. Don't be a wanker on social media because I just think that it's just sad. You just look like an idiot. But, yeah, that's probably the best advice I can give. Nice. Right. This podcast has come full circle, hasn't it? It started off with better and so now we're talking about wankers. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nah, grandparents listen to this, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the other grandparents. So, uh, anyway, so uh, the last question I just like to ask everyone is how do you want to be remembered? Um, I want to be remembered as an illustrator, as somebody who, yeah, just, just for my art, really. Like, you know, I would like to, as much as I love the products I produce and, and, and uh, posters and mugs and etc etc in an ideal world i would like to be you know known for being in a magazine or or on a billboard or you know working for a big company i nearly did end up working with nike which sort of fell through only because of um uh, time constraints really um but yeah that's kind of i would love to just have something I can show my kids say look your dad did this yeah. your dad did that do you know what I mean and and that would something they would they could look up to and think you know I can achieve whatever goal it may be they want to do or whatever they want to do you know just to show them that and and like I said I'm a I'm 38 now and I probably started doing this I didn't I didn't study at university or you know I'm, I'm pretty unorganized the way I do bits and pieces but I just know that if you have the hard hard work ethic, you can get it. So if I can produce something that my kids can look at and say, yeah, that was my dad and we can sort of achieve the same. And it doesn't have to be my kids, anybody sort of, you know, that looks up to people and just as, as an inspiration and that'll be, that's that's enough for me. Amazing. Love it. It's great. Thank you very much for being on the really podcast. Cool. No yeah, problem. Thank Thanks you. for having me. I've, I, really, I really enjoyed it. I hope but, I answered all the questions. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, where can people find you and um, check out your work and buy some products? So um, my social handles are uh, at Carl with a K, <laughs> Thyer, uh, which is T-H-Y-E-R. Uh, both Instagram and Twitter are on both. And my um, website is goal, as in scoring a goal and star as in a star in the sky, uh, <laughs> dot, uk, And uh, if you follow Liverpool, there's more than enough there for you. If you follow a few other clubs, there might be one or two things on there. Um, but yeah, yeah no, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I just want to put the links in the description as well. So uh, thank you very much for being on the podcast. I'm, yeah, I've enjoyed it a lot. No, I've had a blast. Thank you so much, man, for asking me. I really appreciate it. Thank nice you. Uh, how do I stop recording on Skype? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> 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 there we go. Goodbye. Uh, there we go. Yeah.